Listening to brunch with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Monday morning. Let's turn to our very uh, let's turn to our final guest and uh, topic of today. In the next fifteen minutes or so, we're going to be hearing about something super exciting. We're going to be hearing about the twenty-four hour charity dinghy race twenty twenty-two, and I'm really delighted to welcome back on the program Kay Rawbone, the founder of Sailability Hong Kong, which is a local charity that provides the opportunity for everyone to learn to sail, and also Sharon Robertson the Head of Events and Sponsorship at the Hebe Haven Yacht Club. Welcome on the program, ladies. Thank you so much uh, for joining us this morning. Yeah, thank you for having us again, Noreen. Thanks, Noreen. Yes, it's so exciting. So for some of our listeners, so last year, did you have this uh, this event or has it been put on a pause because of the pandemic? No, we ran the event last year. We ran it under strict COVID rules. So we managed to um, still raise over a million do- or a million dollars last year for the charities. Even in the middle of COVID, we, we just ran, yeah, we did a very amazing job last year. That's amazing. So for some of our listeners who don't know so much about the 24-hour dinghy race, what is it about and, and how does it work? So we have sailors come. You can have groups of te- teams come and we have the charities come as well. So Kate has her sailability team. We have the Children's Cancer Foundation. They have a team and treats. And school teams come and corporate teams come and they race around the Innerport Shelter region just outside our clubhouse. And they race for 24 hours. It starts at 2 o'clock on Saturday and finishes at 2 o'clock on the Sunday. And they change over. They usually sail for about two hour, two hour time slots. And they sail throughout the night. You have children as young as six and you have to go right up all the adults and they race. That sounds really remarkable. And also, uh, so do, do they all uh, cheer each other on? What's the atmosphere like? It's a big carnival, actually. Big carnival atmosphere. You come on down, you walk through the yacht club, you come into a big race village. There's a stage up. We have live music playing from about 10 o'clock in the morning right through to 11 o'clock at night time. We have live bands and along the docks, you can come and walk along the docks and watch all the kids sail. And there's all the teams are set up down there as well. And there's a charity, all the charities have their stalls up in the village. So you can come and buy and purchase anything you want. I think it's Kevin Lewis is also here. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, I can imagine, and he'll be you know drumming up uh, some great music, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have Red Stripes playing, um, so they're a big massive local band in Hong Kong, that's right. and they are coming down on a Saturday evening and playing two sets. So it's open to the public; everybody can come down. Um, you have to be blue code, obviously, you're still going by COVID rules. So it's a big blue code to come into the F and B area. And if you're Amber, you can come into the rest of the race village as well. You just have to have a, a rat test as you come in if you're Amber. But we're open, open to the public. So bring everybody down. Yeah. So with something like this, it's, I can imagine it's it's a competition. So, But I can imagine it's more supportive than competitive. I think everybody's just sort of cheering everybody on. How Or does it get quite competitive? <laughs> very, very competitive. It's very competitive. <laughs> and, Noreen, in the last maybe six years, Sailability's team has won on time. Wow. 
Fantastic. Wow. Well. <laughs> and you've gone from so, having one boat sailing through and yeah, even sailing through the night time. Yeah, we started in about, well, we started in 2010 to join. And we just had our sailors sailing with Hebe, Hebe Dragons there. And then Mike and I were on the 24-hour committee and said, well, why can't we just put our boats in and get the other charities to participate? Because at that time, charities just stayed in their booths. They didn't sail. So that was a new start for the 24-hour dinghy race, to have it more inclusive. Um, and then we used to do daylight sailing. And this year, again, we've got 14 boats in. Uh, we've got ethnic minorities sailing. We've got our Golden Age sailing, which is really quite amusing because they've got three teams, Golden Age 1, Golden Age 2, and Golden Age Elite. So they're really, <laughs> elite, elite. So they're really going for it. Uh, we've got schools coming, uh, Choiting Tong, which is a Tonghua school. We've got uh, Morning Hope. We've got Treat Sailing. Uh, we've got, oh, just many, many more yeah, uh, yeah. parasailing teams and our Saturday sailors. So 14 boats. And that's just sailability. Yeah. So, um, Kay and Sharon, in, in all your years of doing the charity dinghy race, do you have any memorable experiences, I mean, uh, that you can share with some of our listeners? I mean, it's a lot, but in the next sort of 10 minutes. Um, Halloween, normally the event's actually held on Halloween, so that's quite funny. Everyone dresses up and comes in their spooky gear. And, and do they, they dress race. up? For the they race. do. So this year it's in Hawaiian, a Hawaiian theme. So I think everyone's going to come down with their lays and their Hawaiian shirts and be very vibrant. Uh, no um, wonder your background. I'd love for our listeners to join us yeah. <laughs> on, yeah. on Facebook. We're just dreaming. Yes. I think for me, um, I think it was when sailability and we had these really bright yellow T-shirts and bright orange T-shirts. So we won best dressed team and we didn't even know there was anything to do with the best dressed team. But everywhere you looked, you could see sailability all over the place. Because um, of the outfit. Yeah. So the it's colour. always really good fun. And we've got, with my team, I'll have four special needs staying over all through the night again, which is great. It takes them out of their comfort zone. Two of them was with us when we started in 2009, and they're woken up at 2, 4 o'clock in the morning, right, you're sailing, off you get, off you go. So, so I think it's just... I was going to say, how yeah. did the sailors prepare for the dinghy race then? Uh, you know, was there lots of training that they had to do beforehand, Sharon? On our side, the, we usually get the Saturday sailors come in for the Hebe Dragons team because the Hebe Dragons have four teams that they race and they all sign up. So we have our big laser sailors and as well as, as the training sailors as well. So they do that every Saturday and then they'll all sign up. We get a lot of the teams, the school teams, because obviously we do school team sailing here in the, on the weekend or the afternoon, or we do CAS weeks as well. Um, so they all join and they all come down. So was doing the sailing, doing that. And then obviously we have all the corporate teams. So Knight Frank is our major sponsor this year. Um, and they've just done their taster days and they've come down to learn how to sail. And they're sailing two boats this year. Um, so yeah, so it's been. They learn that way. Yeah, and it's also such a great team building uh, event also. You know, not only are you supporting a great cause for, for charity, but also a fantastic way for the team. You know, a lot of times you work with your colleagues, but you never go into a situation like this where, you, where you're where you sort of uh, relying on each other and, and cheering each other on. Um, one thing that struck me is also the weather. We, we talked about this before um, we, we started the interview. How do you prepare for, you know, differences in weather uh, compared to the ones that you've been training in versus, you know, the, the weather on the day. How do you prepare your sailors? I mean, what do they tell themselves? 
bring lots of changes of clothes. Um, so obviously if you get wet, but majority of the same is they only to say of like two hour time slots and then they can come and go, particularly the younger children. Um, and then you have the more, the adult teams that race, they usually have, um, their ship, their boats here anyway. So they'll stay and they'll change, they'll change their clothes and go, go that way. Um, with the sailability guys, you, you stay on board too. You stay here. They all stay here. We, we do. We have, they stay here. They stay overnight, but I think there's a big safety element, Noreen, that's part of this. So we have a really good safety team. So if the weather does change, as it did a few years ago, we're here and we, we have bands on so we know who's on the water and things like that. So that to me is, is really important okay. and for the club and yeah. for the events. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Safety is obviously a priority yeah. with the children and, and, and adults on the water. Yeah. And the safety boats are out 24, 24 hours a day while they're out sailing and there's about eight or ten of them on the course. So they're looking out on different stations. Wow. I think too... You know, it is a charity event, so I think if people want to donate Noreen, they can go onto the website. Uh, we will also bring Mohan in, which is our big yacht that we've got, for people to, to go and have a look around her for a small donation, they can go aboard. So uh, that's the new thing that we're bringing in this year, the saleability. That's Just great. Just for it to go into the pot, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, so the event... Sorry, go on. So the event's actually open to the public and it's free entry to come in. Um, there'll be donation boxes available. All around the events, so just pop a donation in because all the money raised goes to the charities. Excellent. Can we so sign up? Important. How do we sign up and how do we find out more? Have you got a website and social media? I see you're quite big on, on Facebook. I saw your Facebook post. Uh, how else can we follow uh, what's going to happen on the weekend? Yeah, we have a website. We have it on the Hebe Haven website as well. So you can just find hebehaven.org.hk. And you can find it on there and all the links are on there as well and the QR codes to find out and the donation page is up there as well. So you can donate that way. That's fantastic. Or you can just come down. We would really love people just to come down and enjoy the event and so yeah. Exactly. You can now sneak that in, Nori. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bring so, the children, yeah. Exactly. So uh, we can, it's open to the public. Uh, do we need to sign up or RSVP before we turn up? No, you can just walk in. Fantastic. Just walk in and you've got your wristbands when you come in and we have loads of children's entertainment as well that's coming. We have bouncy castles, base painters, and there's loads for the children's to do. That's a fantastic family event and, and for people to support such a great cause. And that is, uh, once again, uh, if you'd like to uh, find out a little bit more, you can go to the Hebe Haven uh, Facebook page uh, by searching uh, for them. And, of course, you can go and support uh, the wonderful event of the 24-hour charity Dinghy Race 2022. It's been so great to chat with you today, Kay and also Sharon. Thank Best you, of luck Laurie. and looking forward to the event uh, which is happening uh, on the 22nd. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks Bye. again. Bye, Noreen. Bye, Noreen.